Breakfast puppies? This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Glitter Boys! PPE. There was a time before we needed these things, a time when it was just grit, terror, and hit points. Lost in the darkening jungle, the enemy closing in. That was the game called Recon. And that's what we're doing today. We're doing Palladium's 1980s Recon. I have second edition in front of me, the revised. Uh And we are going to talk about fonts. We are going to talk about assumptions that we all have about Palladium's copy-paste, which are just thrown out the window here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we're going to talk about alignments, which suddenly don't exist. We're going to talk about a lot of interesting things today. So, welcome to Recon. With us today is Jacob. Howdy, folks. <laughs> and we've got uh, NPC giggling at me in the corner there. <laughs> uh, no, I got a good one. It ain't me. It ain't me. I ain't never played Recon. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about it. Recon. So interestingly enough, uh, Recon is the redheaded stepchild of the Palladium Games line. We say this in no way to disparage redheads. We love you. Folks, uh, it's an Oliver Twist reference. Get with the program. Anyways. um, Way to not take it lying down. Yeah. Get it. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Deluxe Revised Recon is the redheaded stepchild. There has been um, just a handful of books for it. It does not use the same combat system. It does not use the same alignment system. There is differences to huge sections of the rules. It is, it literally says on the copy, a cover of the copy of Deluxe Revised Recon, a complete rolling role-playing game, not compatible with the Palladium Books Megaverse. There is <laughs> ways to convert it. It exists. It's even been officially put out there by Palladium, but it's you have to do a lot of rework, and things work real differently. Okay, what's the premise of the game? The original premise of the game is... Original, you're talking about first edition. Yeah, first edition. Gotcha. Yep. The premise of the game is Vietnam. The Vietnam yeah. War, uh, later expansions added and expanded that to include mercenaries, uh, special ops forces throughout the world, uh, South America, Africa, Afghanistan, all that sort of thing. But the original one, which was not originally a Palladium game. Huh. Oh, wait, what? It was originally an RPG Inc. game that Palladium got the rights to when RPG Inc. went out of business. 
And then Eric Wujic redid it as a Palladium game. Ah. I like to think they won it in a card game. High stakes. <laughs> Either that or uh, Deerstalker style with a little Russian roulette. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is how things are conducted. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Maybe they went on a fishing trip with that guy. <laughs> they were out there, they, they got really drunk and made some bets on who could catch what. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, But the entire con- original concept was you were playing as one of the many different groups in Vietnam that went out beyond the control line. Uh, Mac V SOG, SEAL teams, uh, long-range re- long reconnaissance patrols, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. You're a small group of a tight band of soldiers out there um, trying to win hearts and minds and uh, defeat the VC and North Vietnam. And that is the entire conceit. I have played so much of this game, I cannot even begin to tell you. (laughs) I may... I probably have played more riffs, but it's so close. It's hard to say. Um, I have played recon so much in its many forms in the revisions that involve special forces and the revisions that involve mercenaries. It's a great game. It's very scalable. You can do Rainbow Six in it. You can do the Korean War in it. Hell, I've even seen people do World War One in it. How do characters in Recon differ from characters in most Palladium games? No occupational uh, class. Okay. They, it is all your MOS, your military mm-hmm. occupational specialty. Okay. Um, there's a couple different ways to make characters. The earliest version of the game, <laughs> your skills were entirely random. <laughs> oh, it was rough. Oh, I'm loving this. Oh, yeah. no, no, oh, man. That yeah, sounds fantastic. Yeah. Um, n- nowadays, uh, the way they do it uh, for the basic game is your military op- occupational specialty is, sets up your skills that the military trained you for and a your background gives additional skills. It's entirely possible to have the horse riding skill despite the fact you're in the Vietnam jungles <laughs> because you're fr- you fr- grew up on a ranch in western Montana. Um, or snowshoes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you're, because you're from Minnesota. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> they did a lot of work in it. This game came out real, really early. Like the original versions of this game are from from the early, early 80s. And they did a lot of work to take some of the gloss off of it. It's still obviously the Vietnam War, um, but they use a lot of nicknames for the countries and forces involved that are not the same that were used during the Vietnam War, but are in the same spirit. Like it's, they refer to Vietnam as People's Nam and um, uh, and then The Nam. Um, USSR is referred to as Big Red. US is referred to as Stateside. Across the borders, Lao. You know, that sort of thing. Um, they, mm-hmm. they they did a lot of that. I, I understand why they did that. I have enough relatives who served during the Vietnam War that I understand the sensitivities they were trying to thread with that. At the same time, I've had the privilege of playing this game with actual Vietnam vets. And it was <laughs> a trip. <laughs> um, Okay, so more questions, though. I want some more technical stuff here. 
characters in Palladium have the eight attributes. They yep. have the hit points, the SDC. They have the list of skills, combat stats, and hand-to-hand mm-hmm. hand and whatnot. What, what do characters in Recon get? It is the same attribute setup. Oh, you get the eight attributes? You have the eight attributes. Ah. Strength. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, it, they did change them around a bit. Strength, alertness, agility. Uh, they simplify them up a lot. Uh, some of the later versions expanded it out to include um, uh-huh. the standard palladium scope, but it's a simplified version of attributes. Skills work the same, percentile. Yeah. Um, with all of that. Uh, weapons proficiencies work roughly similar. Uh, damage works pretty much the same as on any of the Palladium non-mega damage systems. Um, but it's points, right? Yeah, or but it's... For skills instead? Um, well, it's it's still percentile, but you mm-hmm. can spend points at character creation to adjust uh, how many percentile points you start out. That's totally possible. You can double dip on skills. It's totally possible. Fascinating. Okay. Yeah. Combat works completely differently. Two, the two biggest changes is hand-to-hand combat works more. There's rules based on what type of weapon you're using rather than, like, if you're using a spear, it's different than if you're going hand-to-hand with a bayonet, not mounted on a rifle, just a knife. Gotcha. It, it, it works differently. That's the one that's part that people sometimes have a hard time wrapping their head around that, you know, and, and some of it's simple, like a, a rifle mounted bayonet, a spear and a sharpened shovel use the same rule set, even though the damage can be slightly different. And fire combat works completely differently. The rules for fire combat, even though the roll to hits the same, the modifiers are roughly the same. And the damage is literally the same as any other SDC weapon. In fact, cut and paste many of the SDC weapons. The rules change depending on what sort of fight you're in. Is this an ambush and the trail at midnight or is this a stand up fight? Uh, Is it a meeting engagement where you wandered into each other? Suddenly there's bonuses and modifiers and can you seek cover and all of this and fascinating. Yeah, it's it's. Really nice. And and part of it is, is the original recon pre Palladium was came out of that school of converting war games to an RPG. Yeah. And what Eric Wojcik did was move it more towards the RPG spectrum even further. Um, and the and so it works a little bit differently. But for games that are about modern combat. What he did works really well to capture the spirit of how those fights actually go down. And it, it does a lot more for uh, forethought than most most games do. Oh, yeah. Like if, if you can if you can pick your battle, if, if you can set your stage, if you can, you know, g- give yourself those opportunities, it's more than, OK, you get advantage. Nope. The other guy has disadvantage. Mm-hmm. You. You, you get bonuses to hit. You get you get all, all this all this stuff, and it, it really encourages thinking on a combat level. Whereas most games just go, okay, well, you guys slug it out, and one of you go. What you are describing is the concept of combat as war, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. games fail to do a lot of times. 
because you know they'll just like the whole combat system is i rolled a hit you rolled a hit i rolled a hit you roll oh now someone's dead but combat as war that approach that mentality of not get into any fight unless i control the situation if i don't control the situation get the hell out of the fight because i'm going to die that kind of stuff I would love to see that happen more in Rifts. Mm-hmm. I think that Rifts is a game that could support it, but a lot of times people just sort of, you know, go balls to the wall and fire all their missiles at once and explode into space. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, and like the first thing you learn in Recon is if you're on the downside of an uh, ambush combat, uh, run. <laughs> figure out how to do a fighting withdrawal fast because yeah. it's ain't gonna go well uh the surprise rules are vicious in this game it's just i, I love how they handle the combat and it's it's terrible it's terribly accurate i mean if you're a, a fully armed you know soldier but you know a guy with a knife and only a knife drops on you from above in the darkness you're dead <laughs> you're just dead yeah. that's all there is to it you're dead <laughs> your chances of walking away are slim yeah the the other thing that they did was the alignment system is completely different. I, I'm a huge fan of the Palladium line, alignment system in general, but the alignment in Recon is far more real world in so many ways. Idealistic, idealist, pacifist, opportunist, 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 righteous. Uh, please tell me somewhere in that alignment system is the word jingoistic. Uh, that would be uh, uh, opportunist, uh, idealist. Okay. Uh, th- that would be, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, op- opportunist, righteous. That that would be it. That's the gotcha. USA all the way, my way, right or wrong. Yeah. America. Um, America. And then you can go all the way down to Colonel Kurtz and malignant and psychotic. You know, wait, wait, that's yeah. an alignment? Malignant um, and psychotic? Malignant, psychotic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I need to get this book just for the alignment system and yeah. adapt everyone to it. Yep, 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 yep. It's 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 much more real. There's not that cute, like, you know, if you look at the regular palladium alignment tables, there's usually like 10 points of what this alignment does and does not do. There's like three things and it's much more broad and it fits real people so much better. Oh, my God. Can I borrow that book? (laughs) Do you mind (laughs) if you give it a read? Not tonight, Uh, (laughs) but we, we we can make this happen. But yeah, if you like tabletop wargaming specifically, and I do. Mm-hmm. You you spend a lot of time thinking about the things that go on in this game. Mm-hmm. How, how to set your stage, how to play your strengths. What is the best way to move forward? Because you gots to move forward. Mm-hmm. When when to fight a retreat? It is some some people call it crunchy, or some people don't feel that this is a part. But that's what brings the combat alive to me. It's 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 the thought that's inspired, and I have never played recon i've had this book for years we need and, to fix this matthew i, I need okay. to fix this for you <laughs> i, I want to broken <laughs> yeah. i will fix you <laughs> but um i'm i'm completely into this because it this this feels and like no other rpg has ever gotten so much right in just in pure combat terms mm-hmm. and i i think we can all agree that while storytelling is good mm-hmm. the drama inherent in a lot of of rpgs the the desperate last stands the fighting withdrawals mm-hmm. the the friends left behind are what make it the most memorable from time to time yeah 
I would like to note something here, mainly for Matthew's sake. Matthew, I just want you to know that the future of our Rift games are about to change. (laughs) You must now consider that every single house you step into is full of gorillas ready to leap down and stab you. I always do. That's why I kick down the door. I don't knock. (laughs) And and I mean... Mega damage gorillas. (laughs) If it's not clear, I am a huge fan of this game. I have played... A lot of modern warfare based games. I've played Recon. I've played um, a Top Secret SIs, Mercenaries. I've played Twilight 2000. I've uh, Millennium's End. Delta Green. Delta Green, um, even though that's far more horror based and less combat crunchy. Uh, hell, I've played Phoenix Command for, for Christ's sakes, um, which you know was des- literally designed by rocket scientists. <laughs> Not joking about oh, that yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if you're into Phoenix Command, check out Living Steel, the power armor role playing game, game spinoff, which I have on my shelf. <laughs> And Dragon Star, the yeah. spin-off of Living Steel. <laughs> so, um, but if you want to tell any of those stories that aren't Rambo, but are Hamburger Hill, Heart of Darkness, yeah. something set in the Arab-Israeli War, I did, using the recon rules, a gloss of the Winter War between Finland and Russia. And this rule set works perfectly. If you want some specific inspiration, go check out a episode from uh, the podcast that Matthew and I were previously on, Have Movies, Will Game. We did an episode focused on the movie Apocalypse Now, mm-hmm. and we oh. talked heavy about using recon for it at the second half of that episode. Oh, look, there's rules for PBRs, Patrol Boat River, in here. I'm pretty <laughs> sure we focused more on the first edition. <laughs> Of it with this sort of more disposable characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. characters are still yeah. super disposable really? here. Yeah. You okay. know, it's it's things go sideways on you all the time. Yeah, I I would like to bring one thing up, and this is in the uh, the revised recon. I don't know if you guys have this, but mm-hmm. there's something unique in this in all Palladium games. The original recon miniatures rules mm-hmm. complete with rulers. Yes. Whoa. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Setting up terrain, measuring scale and ranges, mm-hmm. the combat system, charts. I mean, just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my copy of the original revised recon anymore. I just have the deluxe revised. But yeah, I actually um, played that war game a couple times with some friends. So I would be down. Hey, uh, NPC. Abel's going to take a uh, kneeling posture. Um, could I have the the tables on on what that does? Oh, no, don't worry. I got it right here. All right, cool. Yeah, just let me know next thing Abel does because he's dead. You know, I'm very interested. In oh, that. no. No, the, the, the point is, is that this is um, what you do matters in this. If you run in and attempt to play this game like it's filled with punch meat monsters, mm-hmm. you're dead. You're dead. You're, you are fucking dead. Oh, you. You think it's a good idea think- to fire a law with your friends behind you, eh? Yeah. No. <laughs> your friends have no face. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's an amazing game. Yeah. I, I like how much what you yourself do matters because it requires thought. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of systems don't 
they they neither reward nor punish enough thought and lack thereof there, there's very there's a lot of forgiveness in a lot of games mm-hmm. there, there's not so much here and um, Matthew, we were talking in a prior episode about uh, bibliographies and appendix mm-hmm. ends. Page eight of Deluxe Revised Recon. I'm not sure if it where it would be in your copy, but I there think it's right at the beginning. Yeah, there are just shy of thirty books referenced in recommended reading material. Yeah, Brennan's War, Chicken Hawk, Dear America, and then all the other books. Yeah. Yep, yep. Though I will say one of the bibliography was uh, Donald Marianne, The Palladium Books of Contemporary Weapons, 1984. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's a great game if you're into that style of playing uh, games. Um, I'm curious. I'd like to experience this. Yeah. Um, Also, you can head down to the Dollar Tree and spend like five bucks on miniatures. And you get your tanks, you get your helicopters, you get your little plastic men. And they're even in close to the right clothing. (laughs) Pretty close. Yeah. All right. Well. Deluxe Recon. The redhead stepchild of Palladium's (laughs) product line. (laughs) Yet another game I really want to play. Yeah. Let's get Jacob to run it for us sometime. Certainly. We can make that happen. Cool. Yeah. And um, you, you can... Do this fairly comfortably as a as a spinoff, right? It, not oh, yeah. just campaign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, this is a great this is a great game for both campaigns and uh one shots. Well, given that it's military in focus, it's super mm-hmm. seems like it would be super easy to build an adventure that was simply just an op. Yep. You go, you do yeah. the op, you, you get, get out, out, that's the end of it. Exactly. Yeah. And whether or not you go do something else in a campaign, guess what? That's just your next Stop. op. Play that some other yeah. time in the future. We don't have to string it together, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. I like that. Cool. Uh, any last words? I know that the fact that it's not in the metaverse is a turnoff for some people. I know that, you know, people get real leery when combat gets too much, too real. It's definitely worth grabbing and taking a look at because they did so much right in this game. I see Matthew over there looking at the conversion book. Do we have... Matthew, recon in that book. I was book. just looking. It doesn't yeah. seem to be in here now. Uh, the Rift's conversion book? Yeah, uh, it, it is in there. It's a well, it depends. half a column. Oh. <laughs> That's right, for porting over modern characters. Right. It probably wouldn't call out recon specifically in the index or the table of contents. But I think early on, there's something about converting characters from modern settings and converting characters from high tech settings. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I recall that the original Rifts conversion book actually had a section on recon that basically said, "Well, you can't really do that." But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oh wait, wait, yep. wait. There, Did you find a it? picture from it? Recon, as it is currently existed, is in a different game system. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah. Uh, the second edition is, uh, but with not the basic conversions. Uh, the average soldier has two attacks. For, yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, it's it's kind of in there. Yep. 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 Cool. Cool, cool. Well, look forward to you running it for us someday, Jacob. Excellent. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. And thanks for joining us for these episodes, Jacob. It's good to have you. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Yeah. All right. Good night, folks. You've been listening to The Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. 
Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at palladiumbooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at DriveThruRPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License. If you like what you have heard, find us on Twitter and Facebook as The Glitter Boys. That's B-O-I-S. And check us out online at breakfastpuppies.com slash glitterboys. And also join us on the Breakfast Puppies Network Discord at breakfastpuppies.com slash discord. And if you want to help us out, please spread the word and help us build a community. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.